Welcome to College Kitchen, where college life meets easy cooking. I'm your host, Meg Gillingham, and I am thrilled for you to join me and my very special guest on this week's culinary journey. This week, we'll be taking you on a trip down memory lane with our topic, a favorite meal from childhood. And stay tuned until the end to get the mouth-watering recipe. Childhood meals often come with a side of strangeness, but they still hold a special place in our hearts. And that remains true with our guest this week, Ella Pagan. Um, my name is Ella Pagan. Um, I'm in script writing. Um, I have pink hair and I enjoy hula hooping. Ella loves to cook, but she often finds the prep work and the cleaning afterwards to be pretty time consuming. Today, she's brought us one of her favorite dishes and not even the cleaning can scare her away from sharing it with us. My favorite childhood meal, um, this might be cheating just a little bit, but I have selected a dessert, Um, something that has been in my family for a really long time, um, at least, you know, as long as I've been alive. Um, It is called chocolate dessert. Chocolate dessert sounds kind of mysterious. Let's hear a little more about it. It's made in like a brownie pan, so it's not exactly a cake, Mm -hmm. but it is two components. There's like a cakey base. And then you sprinkle cocoa and sugar and butter over top of it. Um, And then you douse the whole thing in like two cups of water and you put it in the oven. So then when you take it out of the oven, um, there is this cakey, what are other words? I don't want to say this cakey, beautiful cake. (laughs) (laughs) If Um, it works, it works. mm -hmm. Beautiful crumb. Um, And there's also this rich chocolatey pudding that is all soupy and glorious. So it's soupy, it's cakey, and it is truly an enigma of a dessert. Let's let Ella explain a little bit more about what this so-called soup cake looks like. Um, it looks like a wet brownie. Whenever I smell chocolate, it's the only chocolate thing I want. It, it's warm and it's ooey gooey. Um, <laughs> it's everything I think a dessert should be. The base cakey part sort of absorbs all of the liquid and the moisture and all that nice sugar. Um, And so it sort of condenses into itself. So the cakey part uh, shrinks a little in the pan. um, And then all around it, like a beautiful, gorgeous moat, Mm -hmm. um, is the sort of pudding part. The appearance isn't the only special thing about it. Chocolate dessert also has a spectacular aroma. It's just all straight chocolate. Like, I'm not much of a chocolate person in general, um, but this is the one thing that I'll keep coming back to over and over. Like it, And you don't even need to eat. Like, I know some desserts you have fruit with or ice cream with. Like, it, it's just chocolate dessert. It stands alone. It doesn't even need a proper name. Like, <laughs> it's the dessert that's chocolate. That's, that's it, babe. I'm sure most of us can relate to having that one meal that would be made on special occasions growing up. The meal that you would wait all year just to have that one taste of. It's incredible, really, what kind of emotions food can hold. For Ella, chocolate dessert was that meal. I feel like every important event in my life ever has been marked with chocolate dessert. Um, and it is, it is such a wonderful smell because it, like it cooks in the oven. Um, and for like 20 minutes before it comes out, like it fills the entire house. 
Um, and then, like, it'll draw family members, like, out of their bedrooms and we'll all sit around on the couch waiting for the chocolate dessert to be ready. Well, but where did this dish originate from? The recipe first came from my nan. Um, it was just what we'd have for um, every birthday. This is a big birthday treat. Um, so obviously that's super special. Um, and then as we got older and we started, me and my sisters that is, uh, as we started baking and cooking ourselves, then like if you were having a bad day, then the chocolate dessert might just be waiting at home for you. So maybe not necessarily celebrations, but certainly occasions, mm-hmm. I would say. Thank you so much to our special guest, Ella Pagan. And thank you, Ella, again for giving us the exact recipe for chocolate dessert. No modifications, no simplifications. Now, let's get to the recipe. Baking may seem intimidating to some people, but trust me, it's not, especially with this recipe. All you have to do is mix some ingredients in a bowl, then throw it in the oven. So here's what you need. For the batter, you're going to need one cup of flour, two teaspoons of baking powder, a little pinch of salt, three quarters of a cup of sugar, and one and a half tablespoons of cocoa powder. For the wet ingredients, all you'll need is half a cup of milk and a quarter of a cup of melted butter. Then for the topping, all you need is one cup of sugar, four tablespoons of cocoa powder, and another quarter cup of butter. Then you can go ahead and preheat your oven to 350 degrees. The first step is pretty easy. Get a bowl, dump all of your dry ingredients in. So that's the flour, the sugar, the baking powder, and the cocoa powder, and the little pinch of salt. Once you're done, mix that all up. After it's mixed, that means it's time to put the wet ingredients in. So that's the milk, the melted butter, and then you can just go ahead and dump it all in and give it a good stir until everything's combined. You're going to want this really nice looking thick light brown batter. After you do that, get your 8 to 10 inch brownie tray and pour it in. There you go, you're halfway done. Now for the topping. This part is even easier. Put the melted butter, the sugar, and the cocoa powder in another bowl and mix it until you get this grainy wet mixture. Sort of like wet sand, but tastier because it's chocolate. All right, then you go ahead and you pour that grainy mixture over the batter in your brownie tray and smooth it over the top. Then you are almost done, but we have one secret last step that is the piece de resistance. It's what gets that rich chocolatey pudding component of the dish. So what you're going to need is one and three quarter cups of water. That is it. Go ahead and fill your water cup up and then pour it all over the top of the batter. 
And a little tip for you if you want to minimize some potential mess, it's best to pour the water while your tray is already in the oven. That is a tip right from Ella herself. She is speaking from experience, trust me. So you pour the water and then close the oven and set a timer for 45 minutes. And then I will see you then. So it has been 45 minutes and let me tell you, this dish smells absolutely delicious. So I'm going to go ahead and pull it out now and we're going to take a look at how it turned out. Oh, let me tell you guys, this looks amazing. The top has solidified into this beautiful sugary, buttery crust and then underneath it is this gooey mess of deliciousness. Okay, I think this might be the most important step of all. First, you're gonna get a spoon and then you're gonna dig right into that beautiful, beautiful dessert. Make sure to eat it while it's hot to really get the smooth texture of that chocolate pudding. Scoop a big serving into your favorite bowl, share it with your family and have it with a nice cup of tea or coffee and enjoy. Let me tell you, this recipe has been an absolute pleasure to make. I think this is going to turn into one of my staple desserts. Thank you so much for joining us this week. And, and thank you again to our wonderful guest, Ella Pagan, for introducing us to this magnificent dish. And we will see you next time on College Kitchen. College Kitchen.